Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Comedian Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we talk about love, loss, life and the afterlife. And today I would like to talk about bereavement after suicide in general, okay? So if you um, are someone who has lost somebody to suicide, um, you don't need to tell me how terrible this is because like you, I have also lost someone to suicide and I have to say that it was such an incredibly hard death to deal with because there's so many questions and there's so many, you know, assumptions that we make when someone takes themselves home. But what I want you to know, the first thing I want you to know is that there is a high likelihood that your person was suffering some type of mental illness, mental health issue, excuse me, or they were or, or depression. Um, th- there is a very high likelihood of it. Even if you couldn't see it yourself, there is a very high likelihood of it. Even if they seem to act mellow, there is a very high likelihood that they had depression. And unfortunately, depression can kill, Okay. And I really want to put that out there and I'm going to make some comparisons a little bit into this podcast um, and I hope that you can understand why I'm doing them. People who um, – so, 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 so and, and someone said to me and rightfully so, they said, oh, some people take their own lives when they commit a crime and that doesn't mean that they're depressed. Oh, excuse me. I want to say that I disagree with that comment because if anyone is unwell enough to do a crime that – encourages them to commit suicide afterwards they were unwell when they did the crime okay they were already a little bit twisted inside of their head because normal people don't go out and rob banks or abuse children or beat up their wives or or you know smash people up that normal steady people don't do that only people who are not quite level or who are unbalanced so let's just put that out there immediately okay no sense arguing with me about that one because, yes, I, I am aware that some people do atrocious crimes and then they take their own life and, um, and <laughs> they wouldn't do the atrocious crimes if they were well, okay? So, the, so when people take themselves home, their mind is unwell and having an unhealthy mind um, is as deadly as, un, as having an unhealthy heart, being an untreated asthmatic, being a diabetic who chooses not to medicate. Um, it's unhealthy as somebody who does um, uh, hard drugs all the time and rolls the dice every time they do. Okay? So straight away off the bat, I want you to understand that there are a lot of people who choose not to medicate or to choose to under-medicate their conditions. I just want you to have a little bit of a look around for the people that you know who have passed and so I'm going, to, I'm going to pick on the people with the heart attacks first because that's the most common one that you see. So a lot of people who have had heart attacks, um, in a lot of these cases that they've had the heart attack, they've had some type of warning sign. They might be, um, you know, really, really overweight. They might have been carrying a lot of weight for a long time and despite their doctor's urgings to get them to lose some weight, they may have ignored that and continue to eat whatever they felt like, and to drink alcohol and basically treat their body like a trash can. When people do that, 
despite doctors' warnings and they do not um, do the right thing by themselves, when they go home, okay, when they pass away, they are treated with love and caring the same as someone who passes through depression. So if any of you are out there um, and you may have had some religious people or people who tend to believe that suicide people, people who take their own lives are treated badly, I want you to dismiss that straight away. Because the only thing that a person who has taken their own life hasn't done is they haven't gotten enough help for their problem, for their disease, okay? And it is a disease. Their mind is unhealthy, full stop. So I just wanted to get that out real quick. It's the same as anybody who is an asthmatic and who doesn't, you know, take the right medication. They can die of asthma. Someone who is a diabetic and still eats a lot of sugar and doesn't take their medication, they can die from diabetes. Somebody who has high blood pressure and continues to smoke and drink like a fish, they can die from a stroke, okay? Somebody who has depression um, and doesn't take care of their health, they can die from depression, all right? So let's just get that out of the way. There is no punishment for your people because they were depressed, they were unwell. Now, I know a lot of people sitting there saying, oh, oh, I might just do that myself. Well, that's that means you're unwell, okay? So if you're thinking to yourself, whatever, that you're not going to be punished and that's the only thing keeping you here, please go to a doctor. If the only thing keeping you here is because you think you're going to be punished when you go over there, go to a doctor and get help for your health problems. Don't just sit there and say, well, that, I'm going to do that too. I've heard that so many times. If that's what you're thinking and the only thing holding you back is something written in the Bible, uh, you need to go and get help now. You need, to, you need to adjust that now. So I'm just going to leave that there, all right? I don't mean to be offensive to anyone that's a religious either, but I actually find it offensive when religious people tell me that people who take their own lives will go to hell, but they don't say that somebody who ate like a, you know, pig and everything when they had a faulty heart isn't going to hell because to me it's exactly the same thing. Neither of the people who were the one that had the heart attack and the one that had the depression, neither of them looked after themselves. So if this is just a case of people not looking after themselves, which is what people who take themselves home do, they don't look after themselves, then, you know, <laughs> those of you who believe that they're going to get punished, you better have a look at your old dad that had a heart attack too because he might not have been looking after himself as well. And I don't mean to be so harsh, but I just want to put that there. Right. Now, <clears throat> when someone takes themselves home, they are only thinking about all of, their, their, all of their perceived um, failures in life. Just generally what happens. Now, I have been, I have attempted suicide twice myself. So I can tell you from someone who has actually taken the action that that is what you think of. You are not thinking about your mum who is worried sick about you. You're not thinking about um, your kids, perhaps. You are just sitting there and you're thinking about what a shitty person you are, Okay. That's all you can see is that you are a shitty person for whatever reason and that's what depression is and that's what happens when you get on the edge of the suicide knife and it is much a knife said. When you're sitting there looking over that cliff, you're not thinking about everybody else. You're just thinking your whole mind is just blacked out from anybody else and it doesn't even matter if you get a text message at that time with someone saying whatever. If you are on that edge... It's really hard to get off that edge. I'm going to tell you, when you have made that choice, it's very hard to get off that edge. I made that choice and I failed. Failed. Because I wasn't meant to go that way. Now, I want to cover that. 
sometimes it's just the way that we're going to go, okay? If your person did take their own life, then it meant that was the way they were going to go this life. And it means that their life is over. They have no more chance of life. I just want to get that clear too. We'll talk about that more another day. Their date was the date that they passed. But when you sit on the edge of that cliff um, and you are sitting there with a, you know, a gun in your hand or, in my case, a whole lot of tablets, uh, you know, you're not thinking of anything but peace, but, but relief from this pain of you. It's, it's, it's not – generally it's not our families that we're trying to get away from. It's us that we're trying to get away from, okay? But just as long as you understand – that when your person took their own life, they may not have been thinking about you. They may have just been thinking about what a mess they were in life. They can't see the woods for the trees and they really are in a black place of despair. They're not doing this to get back at you or anything. And they, and, and, and they might, and, you know, maybe they had an argument with someone and maybe they thought, oh, you know, well, I'll show you or whatever. But the truth of the matter is that even to think that and to take that action You've got a very unwell person there on your hands. I know that some people are very explosive and they do these things at what seemingly seems like, you know, the spur of the moment. But you know what? It isn't really because they've had these thoughts swirling around in their soul for a long time. You've got to understand that. Okay? So I try very, very, very hard to understand that this was never about you and them. It was always about them and their personal view of themselves. Their personal view of themselves. It was always about them and their personal view, okay? It was never about you and them. Now, a lot of you will be sitting there and saying, yeah, but if it hadn't been for that bitch taking the kids or whatever, okay? And I understand there are a lot of situations where um, you've got a really bad marriage, Um there's a lot of fights, the people, they split up, they finish, you know, they finish the relationship. And I know in some cases that one partner or the other partner can be really unfair when it comes to the kids. I get that. I understand. <laughs> some of you don't know that I was the other parent and I had to fight for my kids. But I'm going to tell you, I never gave up. And that was one of the other times I tried to take my own life, actually, was when I lost my kids, Okay. So that's why I did attempt when I lost my kids. So I get it. I understand it. I'm glad I didn't succeed. But I'm just telling you, it can. And it can hurt you. But you know what? To this day, I do not blame my ex for taking my kids from me. I made choices and decisions within our, uh, with, with the way that I was, which we instigated that. And, in real, and I want you guys to be fair. You know, and then we always put someone else on a pedestal when they pass away. But was your person within the relationship being fair, being honest, doing everything right, or was it was it faulty because of both sides? It's very easy when you're a parent and you've lost a child and there may be a relationship issue to point the finger at the partner of your person, of your child. But, you know, don't be too harsh because you've got to believe that they too are eating their bloody heart out because they didn't want them to die. They just wanted them to calm down. They just wanted them to, whatever it is that they wanted them to do. But the last thing they wanted for them to do was take their own life. They, nobody wants that. 
Oh, look, I know there's some sick cases out there, but we're talking about normal everyday people, not weirdos, right? Not today, okay? So if you want to look at that, you just if, if, if you want to blame somebody, it means, you know what it means? It means you're taking the energy from your own healing and you're placing it onto somebody else. And what you're doing by giving them all that bad energy is it, you, it, it's just making everything even more negative than it was. If your, part, if your person who took themselves home had a beef with somebody else and, and you consider that that was the straw that broke the candle's back, if you've decided that's what it is, I just want you guys to know there was a lot more straws before that final straw. And why not just leave the argument between the person and the people that were involved? Do not take on your person's arguments because that is just going to screw you up and make things even worse, okay? I understand if there's grandkids involved, you may have to get proactive and et cetera, et cetera. And you should do that and do not give up the fight, ever. Unfortunately, I have noticed that some men do give up the men when they are going for custody battles. Some men give up pretty easy. And they they say, oh, that's it. It's all too hard. Too many court cases. Some men do, not all men. And I just, and, and then they, and then everything else becomes harder. So when you are sitting there and someone that you love is taking themselves home, make sure you remove yourself from the emotion and look at it as if you are a third party with nothing to do with this family and see if you can clearly see how the dynamics of the previous relationship um, instigated by both of the people may have um, being just as bad as each other, okay? I hope that all made sense. If it doesn't, you can just email me and tell me it didn't make sense. If you, any, anything you worry about that I've said and you want more clarification, let me know. Okay, what are the causes of suicide? Well, the major, there are a lot, there are a lot more causes. Now, I, as a medium of um, over 22 years now, I have seen the um, type of trends come and go. When I first became a medium, I would uh, regularly get young fellows between the ages of 15 and, say, 25 that would come through. That was my most common. There were rarely any females when I first started doing readings. Now, this was before social media. Very rarely did I get the young daughters. Um, when social media started, I started to get more and more girls. I just wanted to tell you about the trends. When I first started doing readings in Australia, we were having five suicides a day. Um, and now we are up to nine suicides a day. So in 20 years, it's basically doubled. And the only thing I can point to that has made it double is social media. And I am strong on that because there's a lot of bullying on social media. And it's not just for the kids. It's also for the adults. It's for everybody. And, you know, and I also have to say the other thing that um, has upticked a, a lot is um, the harder drugs. And um, in particular in this country in Australia, it's ice. Um, the amphetamine called ice, that that seems to, um, it, it seems to be a lot stronger than the methamphetamines and it seems to really warp people's brains a lot more. It basically unbalances them to the point where they are angry and suicidal. And so that, that that's the other thing I've seen a big uptick with as well. Um, our trans and LBGTQI communities, there is a lot of suicides in there because generally what's happening now is the right-wing conservative energies of the world are basically coming up against them now again. You know, we had a little bit of a lull there for a while, which was wonderful, uh, but unfortunately she's upticking again because of um, 
oh, so many issues. So there's, so the suicide seems to be, um, it, to me, in my mind, from what I can see, it's increasing. I'm getting more and more readings for people who have had kids who have taken themselves home than ever before. It's, it's heartbreaking. It's horrible. Um, now, what I have noticed, I've started doing a lot of um, readings um, um, overseas as well. I, I do believe that um, the, the American suicide rate is atrocious uh, and, and unfortunately that would be put down to the, um, the the guns that are so readily available because, you know, you don't even have to um, think twice before you pull a, a trigger over there. Um, unfortunately, if you're, if you're having a really crappy, crappy day, you just got to do it real quick. But over here, we don't have that ability so much. You know, it's, it's just a sad state of affairs. And I would say, to be honest with you, the most um, prevalent force that has increased the suicide rate worldwide is definitely social media. If you were to ask me what it was, I would say social media is responsible for a large, large, large amounts of suicide in this world of all different generations and ages. But it has totally, it has totally increased the amount of suicides amongst young girls. Um, from 2006 until about 2010, I would say that the increase was uh, <laughs> probably 90%. Easy, easy. And that's just, I, mean, I know I don't have statistics or do statistics, but that's just going from my client base and who they look for, okay? So, you know, mediums know a lot about death. <laughs> we really do. We know a lot about the death rates. So just so long as you understand that, okay? So that's just the statistics that are going on, okay? But what can you do now that they've gone? Now, one of the things I want to talk to you mamas about, particularly you mamas, try not to join too many suicide pages on the social media because it's going to keep dragging you down. And you too, dads, um, anybody who's lost anyone to suicide, try hard not to, you know, stay too long on those pages because it's just going to keep you in your grief. Your person is okay. What made them leave this earth is is over now, okay? For them, it's over. It's a continuing nightmare for you. I understand that. But for them, it's over um, and they are no longer suffering. If you want to um, honour them in any way, honour the way that they really, the things that they liked. So instead of honouring their death by, um, you know, joining um, a lot of suicide bereavement pages, because every time you go to the suicide bereavement page, and they put up another 10 or 15 suicide young faces that have taken themselves home, you're way back to day one again. And I know you are, all right? I know you are. So, you know, try and stay off those pages. Instead, turn it around a bit and get to know your kids or your person who took themselves home on a different level. If you must be on social media, um, at least go on to things that they like. So if they like fishing, Go on to a few fishing pages, see what rocked their boat. If they're a musician, go on some musician pages, see what rocked their boat. That's what you need to do. You, you, need to, you need to celebrate the way they lived, not the way they died. And so many people you know, tend to hover around pages of the way their loved one died instead of celebrating the way they lived. And, th and that will make it a lot different. Most of all, if you're angry at them, now sometimes you get angry at them. And I don't blame you for getting angry. Because, you know, the biggest thing that we all have is why didn't they come to me? Why didn't they speak to me? And as I said earlier in this piece, it's because they're not seeing the woods for the trees. They think no one cares. They think they're a horrible person and it's nothing personal against you. So, but yeah, if you, you might need to be angry at them for a little while and that's okay. 
But once the anger dissipates, start sending them love. Send them as much love as you can. Because the love, spreading love from person to person, doesn't just heal them, ma'am, mister. It heals you. It heals you too. Because you know you're sending them your best. And in your heart, you know you're sending them love because you want them to know how much they love you. You're going to get that back. Please look out for the signs as well. Because people who take themselves home are very, very anxious to let their people know that they're okay. They are the super signers, I reckon. The super signers, in my opinion, anyway. Um, I find that they are amazing sign givers. So please do look out for the signs if you can. But most of all, be kind to you. Now, if this is your child, it's going to be particularly hard. But, you know, just remember that once they reach the age of 18 and they make choices and decisions that bugger up their life as much as you don't want them to do that, it's out of your hands, you know, it's out of your hands. And, and, and if you are a parent and your child is under 18, is involved and they've been bullied or whatever, just, just be kind to you. This bullying BS is out of control in this world at the moment. It's, 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 it's out of control. There is nothing we can do about social media at the moment, you know. In a way, I wish we could go back to books and just get rid of it because it is one of the largest instigators of suicide in the world today, in my opinion. But anyhow, just as long as you understand that your person who took yourself home was not thinking of you at that moment. They were only thinking about what a failure they may have felt, perceived themselves to be. They didn't do this to hurt you. They did this to get rid of the pain that they felt inside. They are 100% okay now. You better believe it. And they are reviewing their life and they are looking back over it and they understand how much they are loved now. They really do understand how much they are loved. They may be like going, oh, damn it to themselves, but they are not going to have a lot of regret because there is no room for negative emotions in the afterlife, just healing emotions. Do not listen to religious people who tell you that they are not gone to the light or whatever, or don't listen to anyone who tells you they are not at the light. They are at the light like any other person who passes. Anybody who passes, whether it's through their own fault or not, is always greeted with love, understanding and healing when their spirit reaches the afterlife. But the biggest thing I want you to say, you look after you and be kind to you. You just be kind to you because you know what? The reason that you're hurting so much is because you loved them so much. And you know what they can feel? They can feel all that love. They know you loved them. They know it, okay? Now, don't you sit there feeling guilty for too bloody long, will you? Because, you know, above and all, they did make that choice and... The choice was it, the choice. It made it their time to go, and they are upstairs resting in the afterlife, and they are waiting for you, and they will be there to greet you with a big smile. And if you're lucky enough to get a reading where they come through, you will know for sure it's your person, and they will just be as wonderful as always. Now I hope that it helps you a little bit. And as always, if you have any questions or something I've said today makes it a little bit hard to understand do email me. I am more than happy to clarify through another podcast. Okay, you be kind to you guys now, eh? Don't you be too hard on you.
She talks to angels. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>